You're listening to another life-transforming message from Awakened Church with campuses in San Diego and Salt Lake City. To find out more about us, go to awakenchurch.com. This exact time last year, I was actually supposed to speak. Um, Pastor Vince and I sat down the day before to talk about my talk, and that was when he got the call that Salt Lake was shutting down. So, <laughs> looking back, it's been a lot. <laughs> So because of the, the events last year, uh, I actually got really depressed. Uh, I felt the farthest from God that I've ever been when I left the LDS church at 17. Um, I wanted to stop coming to Awaken. I wanted to stop serving. I wanted to stop caring. I wanted to honestly just shut down and give up on life, um, which it all started when uh, the church closed and we weren't able to be here and it all went online because there's nothing that compares to gathering together um, on a Sunday. Almost like God knew what he was saying. Uh, in Matthew 18:20, when he says, uh, when two or more are gathered in my name, I am with them. So, again, it was a hard year, as we all know. Um, but in June, Sarah and I bought a motorcycle, which was amazing. Um, but it was filling a gap that was missing that God would have filled. Because um, for those three months, we were happy. I mean, it was awesome to ride a bike, but there was still something lost. Um, and the morning of October 1st was actually the worst day emotionally. Even though the year, year sucked, that day it just all came crashing down. Um, I didn't want to go to work. I didn't want to leave Sarah, who had the day off. Um, I just felt crushed. I felt unworthy. And I honestly complained to God the whole, whole bike ride to work. Um, I got two blocks away, and it turned out it would also be the worst day physically for me. I had a lady turn out in front of me um, when I was going 45, and I was riding up the left-hand lane on 123rd. She was in the center lane, and there I was when she pulled out. So I hit her head on. Uh, I, flew, I shattered both my wrists on impact. I flew over the bike, um, shattering my pelvis on the bike as well as on the car. Um, I tore tissues in my left foot um, when it caught on my bike pedal. And then I also destroyed soft tissue uh, and muscle all the way. My whole lower body was completely destroyed. Um, after that, I slammed my face into the windshield, shattered her windshield, which if you know anybody here who d rides without a helmet, come talk to me. <laughs> because I yell at people when they don't wear them. Anyways, I finally landed on the ground. Um, but as I laid there, I was actually fully at peace. Um, I wasn't worried. I wasn't scared. I, I knew what happened, but I just laid there completely calm. Um, because I knew God was gonna take care of it. I knew I was okay, I knew God was there. Um, and honestly, I can imagine myself, like wouldn't you, after all of that, be on the ground freaking out? Not apparently when God's with you, no. So, <laughs> there was also a fire truck, a couple uh, car lengths behind me, that was actually from Bluffdale. Uh, they were running late, they were supposed to be in West Valley, um, but. There I was, and instead of getting training in West Valley, they got to train on me. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, there was a police officer coming the opposite way to help direct, redirect traffic around me. Um, and then the fire team actually had my arms put in stents, had my back and neck braced, and then me on the board ready to go when a, um, uh, the ambulance pulled up five minutes later. Uh, they took me to IMC because I was completely stable, uh, talking to them all. Um, and I was actually on the ICU table within 30 minutes of crashing, which is unheard of. I mean, that's a God story right there. Um, but I ended up in the trauma center for a week. 
and I had surgery on both my wrists. I was wheelchair bound and I also needed 13 bags of blood transfusions, which is a lot. After three, the trauma doctor was like, Chris, where are you putting all of this? So, yeah. But through all the physical and emotional trauma, every time a doctor came in and said something wasn't right and that something was wrong, you know, you've got this and this and this, I knew God was with us. We, we knew God did not forget his promises when he told us he would take care of us. And he took care of everything. So the title of my message is Here and Now. Um, I was actually told that my pelvis would take about 12 weeks to heal, which means I wouldn't be able to walk that entire time. Um, and then my wrist took about, uh, they, were, they said it was supposed to take eight weeks to heal, which also meant I couldn't use my hands, I couldn't lift, I couldn't grab, I couldn't hold Sarah's hand, I couldn't do anything. Um, but Sarah and I said, no, no, it's not going to take this long. So we made sure, and I'm, I'm so thankful that I have a woman of Christ, because she, <laughs> she helped make sure that I was at prayer every Tuesday morning, despite it taking three times longer to get in the car, um, because I was wheelchair bound and because I destroyed all my muscle, I couldn't move my body. She literally had to pick me up and move me where I needed to go. Um, it, we actually had to wake up at 4 a.m. just to make it to 5.30, which normally before I would wake up like 5.15, so that kind of tells you <laughs> it was a very busy morning, but... Um, God saw us step out in absolutely inconvenient times, uncomfortable time, um, and he turned those 12 weeks and eight weeks into six weeks combined. So, <laughs> yeah, that was an amazing day, amazing day. But not only did he heal me faster, he actually took care of all of our doctor bills. Um, the... Oh, sorry, let me go back just slightly. He actually, the doctors also said that I wouldn't get 100% movement back in my wrists, that I would get about 60%, and I am at 100%. So, yeah. But just like Galatians 6, 9 says, let us not become weary in doing good, for at the proper time we will reap a harvest if we do not give up. God didn't just say some words in the Bible for fun. I mean, he says them because he will do what he says. He, I mean, if you need healing here, obviously he heals. He'll hear you, heal you here and now. It doesn't just, it's not back then. Um, you need financial breakthrough? He also does that here and now. Um, because my medical bills reached half a million dollars, um, and the lady was only insured for 25000 So, But God didn't care. He used that, and he actually took that, um, that, that 25000 and canceled out all of our medical bills, gave us $5,000 to pay off the car, gave us an additional $5,000 to put in savings to then take all of our savings and increase it. And then he also gave us enough money for me to take my beautiful wife on a full shopping spree because <laughs> that's a lot of emotional trauma. So... <laughs> But the greatest thing is that God showed us that through us serving in kids all these years, that it wasn't just about, like Vince said, Pastor Vince said, um, it wasn't just about hanging out with kids on a Sunday. It wasn't about, I mean, obviously we're teaching them about Jesus and, and about to have faith, but we were actually building lifelong relationships. Um, I have pictures from the kids. I was actually looking at them yesterday. I've got letters. Even some of them came to see me when I was at the house. Um, 
there was a little bit of worry with all of them, but most of them knew that God was actually going to take care of me and that he was going to, uh, I was going to walk again. So, but like in Matthew 18, 3, 4, it says, Truly I say to you, unless you turn and become like children, you will never enter the kingdom of heaven. Whoever humbles himself like this child is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven. Um, and I actually remember BJ saying that he was worried and he told Austin I was in the hospital. And Austin was like, no, Dad, it's okay. He's going to be okay. Um, but we had so much help these past six months uh, from every one of you here, from you bringing us food, from encouragement, um, from words, or even just coming to visit us and bring joy since I couldn't move. Um, but all of that we, we wouldn't have built if it wasn't for the fact that we served in God's house. Because um, serving imparts things into others' lives and your own life, whether you know it or not. It, uh, it allows God to, the opportunity to shift things week to week, um, which a great example is obviously in the kids because all of them had, they saw me on the verge of death, but they got to see God, what God can actually do in your life. Um, but it also actually <laughs> it helped me realize that God can, actually does heal. He does provide for you, and he does care about you every week, even when you're riding on a motorcycle complaining to him. Um, <laughs> why does all this matter? Because it actually shows us that we're here and now. If you want your life to change, then you have to change it. Like I said, I got depressed, but I kept doing the same things every day. I, I didn't read, pick up my Bible and read it. I didn't reach out to people to hang out with them. I um, didn't pray for joy and happiness. Instead, I spoke death and depression over myself. And what do you know? That's exactly what I got. So you have to step out and make something different happen. Uh, go to prayer. Go to church every week and on Wednesdays. Read your Bible more. Serve in, in areas that will stretch you. The kids' area has stretched us from day one. Um, I actually wanted to come back to the kids' area the moment I could walk. But Mallory and Sarah said I had to heal or something. So, yeah. But time flies by. So are you going to actually sit, are you going to do anything about it? Um, or are you going to sit and do the same things and expect different results? Don't let a motorcycle crash almost kill you for you to see that God has things for you here and now. This is why you should serve, okay? Like, because you find your people. Um, so purpose. When I was thinking about this, um, actually, sorry. Thank you, Pastor Vince and Pastor Becca. <laughs> and um, for letting me come up here and speak. And also, I just want to honor Pastor Jurgen and Pastor Leanne. Um, it is so awesome to be under leadership that is passionate about their people that they're leading. And they're passionate about our personal development and growth. And it's just such a blessing. Um, so what purpose. So when I was thinking about this, this phrase kind of kept popping in my head. We were created on purpose for a purpose. In Matthew 28, 19 through 20, it says, Now wherever you go, make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father 
the Son, and the Holy Spirit, and teach them to faithfully follow all I have commanded you, and never forget that I am with you every day, even to the completion of this age. That's our purpose. We are supposed to wake up every day and figure out how we are going to advance God's kingdom. But God didn't just say, like, here it is, figure it out. He gave us tools. In each of us, there are unique gifts and talents and passions that he created you with. In Ephesians 2.10, it says, For we are God's masterpiece. He created us anew in Jesus Christ so we can do the good things he planned for us long ago. Psalms 139.15-16 through 16 says, You even formed every bone in my body when you created me in me in the secret place. Carefully, skillfully, you shaped me from nothing to something. You saw who you created me to be before I became me. He created you intentionally with these gifts, and so we need to develop them. But it's also really important where you develop them. Is the world developing them? There's no better place than to have them developed here, in God's house. (laughs) I'm going to say... I spent a huge majority of my life letting the world develop my gift. And it sucked. (laughs) I have brokenness and damage, but because I have come back and said, God, use my gifts, I'm on a path towards healing and wholeness from what was taken from me. So come here and develop. And I got on that path when, about three years ago, we blindly jumped in, all in. Not really fully understanding what we were doing, but we did it. (laughs) But um, in June of 2018, it was announced that our leadership was changing. This crazy church from San Diego was coming in, and we were going to be a part of this campus. And I will never forget being at that meeting with my five, six-week-old baby, and Pastor Jurgen was talking, and life was just back in our people. Like, we were in this tiny little basement. There was probably, like, 40 of us. Felt like 100 because we were so cramped in there. <laughs> but life just was breathed in that moment back into our church. And for a while, Jason and I had been saying, like, is this the place for us? We've lost all of our friends. All of our friends left the church. We were serving, but we were completing a task. We weren't really developing or growing. And so we were like, what do we do? And we went to this meeting, and we left it feeling like, yep, we're going to do it. We're going to stay. And part of it, too, was like, what do we have to lose? We could go to the churches that our friends were at, but we kind of didn't want to. Um, honestly. We love them. We love all those people. It's just I knew we would be in the same spot, and I didn't want to be in that same spot anymore. And so we decided that we were going to stay, and I told Jason, if we're going to stay, then we're going to go 100% in. And we did, and I, we told Pastor Becca and Pastor Vince, like, we're here. Whatever you need, we'll do. Except in this conversation, Pastor Vince was like, well, you'll speak on stage. And I said, no, 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 no. I will, I will literally do anything but that. that I, that's, 
And uh, that was two and a half years ago. So be careful what you tell them no to. Um, <laughs> but the change, like, and I, like I said, we jumped in. We were thrown something. We had no idea what we were doing. And we did it, and we figured it out. But the change and growth in both myself and my husband is unmeasurable. Like, and there's new things arising in both of us that would have only been brought out if we were serving with these amazing people. See, we've, we're serving with people who speak life into us, who are passionate about us living our best lives. They, they want what's best for us, and they're filled with the Spirit. And so you know that when they're speaking into you, it is coming from God. And so they're just super fun to be around. <laughs> and we just love them, right? And um, I was just thinking, so actually we're declaring that Jason's going to get this new job. A job that two years ago he told his boss he never thought he wanted or could do. But now he's confidently, and we're confidently declaring that he's actually going to get it. And it, it's only because we have people who love us. Because when it's not looking like it's going to happen, we can run to them and they speak life over us. And it totally changed everything. And through serving, too, I found weak points. I, the spirit of perfection and performance love to come and get me. And it's just been because I was in a world where it was all about perfection. And I've had to learn the difference between perfection and excellence. And just last week, I was super frazzled because what I was trying to do wasn't going perfectly. I showed up at the coffee shop. Normally, there's no one there on Sunday morning. Of course, there's like five people in front of me. They can't decide what they want. And I'm like, come on. Like, gotta help me out a little bit here. I finally get in the car, and I was like, oh, no, I need to stop this right now. Absolutely not. I am doing an excellent job. It may not be absolutely 100% perfect, but it is excellent, and that is what matters. I'm still doing a good job. And then when I was ready, when I came to church and was ready to serve, I was in a different headspace. And I was content, and I was able to serve with an actual smile on my face that was actually joyful. And then the other thing, too, is then um, I was serving in green room, and when Pastor Jurgen came in and was complimenting me, I was actually able to receive the compliments. Because in the past, what would have happened is the perfection would have been so in my head that I would have felt that he was, like, lying. That... Like, he was just being nice, but it wasn't, like, super genuine. But that's not true. I was letting spirits twist what was happening. But then, because I broke that off last week, I was actually able to receive what he was saying to me. So, I just want to encourage you. Come and serve. Serving isn't about doing a task. It's about developing and growing. And... Yeah, I'm a ministry lead, so I totally will come up and ask you if you want to be on my team. <laughs> Only because I've seen what serving has unlocked in me, and I want to bring you with me. 
So I encourage you all, go sign up. Find your people. Find your community. Find the people who are going to cheer for you and get your life totally unlocked and changed. I don't think I need to preach anymore. Give it up again for Lindsay. Yeah, it's just amazing. This is amazing. I feel totally the opposite like Tuesday when we were all nervous to talk for 60 seconds on Pathfinders. I, yeah. I'm seeing you talking here, bro, and I haven't forgot about that picture of you lifting that wheelchair. And I saw a lot of youth, honestly. So I will encourage you. This is the beginning of your process. This is the beginning of your process. You're going you're gonna to encourage youth. You're going to be there, both of you, because what you have done. Lindsay, Shara likes your shoes. So. <laughs> that is totally, I can see. When I was younger, I used to be afraid to be, do testimonies about my family because I, I didn't know how my kids are going to turn out, you know? <laughs> But then seeing Melissa here, Antonio and Dora serving with that big smile, I can tell you, serving, that's the fruits that you, that's going to bring to your family. And it's going to duplicate, and it's going to triplicate to your kids and to their kids. So don't stop serving. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. Allow me, give me 10 minutes to, to uh, tell you what I have. I think we talk about service. It's amazing. I like Awakening Culture. It's amazing how we connect and this is happening. It's flowing. I think that we're getting the message today. Uh, and, and, and service, I want to compliment a little bit. I want to add what, what we were talking. There are three ways you can, uh, you can do service. service. When, and, in the book of Ruth, Naomi and Ruth, Ruth came to Naomi and I said, we lost all of, all of our families and it's only you. Okay? So I, wa I, I, want, I want one only thing. I want to be with you, I want to be with your people, and I want to be with your God. I mean, yeah. What does this mean? This means I want to serve you, I want to serve your nation, and I want to serve your God. So we, we are called to serve, not only a church, we need to serve out there our people. We need to serve our nations. We are called to serve that society. I was lost before thinking I serve a church, and Pathfinder has totally changed my mind. It's like, I need to serve. I need to serve in the marketplace. I need to serve. So get ready. And Matthew 20, Matthew 20 say, uh, says on verse 26, it says this, but among you it will be different. Whoever wants to be a leader among you must be your servant. And whoever wants to be a leader among you must be your servant. For even the Son of Man came not to be served, but to serve others and give his life as a ransom for many. If the creator of the universe, the powerful, that almighty God came and said, I'm here to serve you, who are we? We are here to serve. And that is our mission. Service gives us purpose. Service gives us, take the purpose out of your life. And what are you going to do? Just lay down on your bed? Huh? 
You're going to lay down on your bed? How does it feel when, I don't know you, but when my best days is when I accomplish something. That's when I get there, when I arrive there, when I said, and I, and I want to tell you something. Today, this, this is my first day preaching in, in, in English today. I think like 15 years ago before coming to, to uh, USA, I got, I got a word of prophecy. It said, you're going to be there speaking, you know, and you're going to be leading. And I didn't know, you know, I, I wasn't expecting this. So when I was standing there and, and you were talking, God told me, I told you. So for those ones that are not serving, let me tell you something. You're missing out. You are missing out. Serving is not about, it's not about yeah, I want to be here. Oh, they're looking at me. No, 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 no. No, no, no. Serving means who is making the coffee, who is do doing the sound, who is doing projection, who is doing, it's around what's happening. It's not about taking this place. No, 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 no. God, God does roles. And, and, and then he, oh, when I was building this, this message, there's two people that came into my mind. What is Zach? What is Zach? Zach. Zach, if you don't know Zach, you're missing, you know. Zach, God's telling me he's going to bless him. Where's Lonnie? Lonnie, Lonnie, Lonnie. He's not here. And, and then he's serving, he's serving. And then Mary, Mary. She, you know, I was worried about Mary and then uh, Mallory, sorry. And then and I see Devin uh, serving in Mallory. And then God told me, what are you worried about? I have great things for them. They, you are the one they're missing out. And I tried I try to, to serve on kids two weeks ago. I was, the anointing was so much that they cried with me. Every time I hugged them, they just cried. And I said, well, this is amazing. But, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't think I'm made for that anymore. I, I like kids. I, you know. They, they put me on the little, the part with the little ones, and it's like, what's going on, baby? They just cry. Well, culture opposed to serve. I, in our companies, the people want to get above because they want power, right? That's not in the kingdom of God. We, we take over places because we want to serve you. We're here because we want to serve you. We want to be used for you. We are your servants. That's what God did. Jesus washes the, the, washed the, the, the feet of the apostles, right? And he said, I have to do this. Otherwise, it's not going to work for us. So he showed that. Number two, uh, and, and this is on Ecclesiastes. I hope I said it right. Three, one. There's time to serve, but there's some other time, there, there are some other times when you need to sit down and you need to eat. Okay. For everything there is a season, a time for every activity under the heaven. Okay? I've been serving, Pastor Vince, I've been serving since I was 12. Singing, I, I can't remember a few Sundays without singing and worshiping. Then I get married with, with Shara, and we, we keep singing every Sunday. Every Sunday since, since we were in Mexico. And, and when we came to this, to this country, I was like, yeah, yeah, I don't have to do anything on Sunday. I, I arrived to church. I arrived to church, and, and Sharon introduced me to the pastor, and the pastor was like, do you sing? Yeah, I can sing, and I can play. Oh, do you want to do that tonight? And then I, I said, 
yeah, I can do that. And then I worship. And, and then after that, he said, well, from now on, we have a new uh, minister, uh, worship minister. And, and, and then we stay from there. Basically, there was no break on that. There was no break until, until last season with COVID when we shut down. And we decided to move to this, this church. It was amazing. Thank you, Eric and Adria. Um, they, they, and it's been amazing. So, but when I came, I came with that mentality. Okay, what can I do to serve? What can I do to serve? And I remember coming to pray and prayer, and it was a little bit difficult for me, uncomfortable. I never done it before, and 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 I told God, I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. Just show me where, what. No, I <laughs> said no. You need to eat. You need to feed yourself right now because it's been a long season. Sometimes, let me tell you this. Sometimes we need to prepare. We need to prepare, and sometimes we need to sit down and just eat, eat, and enjoy. And I'm going to tell you something, what God, uh, what God has teaching me. After this season, he, he's not going to let us. When we go into trouble, when you serve, when you serve, even any kind of service that, that, service that you do, you can do, uh, God will support you. Yeah? Number three, um, God will allow you to see his power and his wonders when you serve. Imagine Peter. You know, Pastor Vince, I want to be with you. I want to be with Rich. I want to be with those guys who want to serve. Because the apostles, just imagine Peter, when he saw Jesus coming, and he said, hey, I want to walk on the waters like you. And then he went, and he walked, and then he, I can imagine the mess, like, just going in there and like, this is not fun. It's not fun to come and serve you. It's not fun to come and serve another one. It is not fun. Sometimes we, it looks like we're going to drown in the water. It's not easy sometimes. But let me tell you something. I just see Peter just drying himself after he's been recovering. And then it's like, did I just walk on the water? Did I just walk on the water? God wants you to walk on the water. You just got to put yourself in service, and you are going to follow for wonders and miracles. Today, I don't, know, I don't know what is your heart. Where is your heart right now? Maybe you might be needing breath. You might be needing um, some food so, so you can get up again. I don't know where you are, but what I can tell you is God has an interest in you. For some reason... And God decided like that. It's not about taking on God's kingdom. That's why he gave his own son. He, gets, he gave the most precious thing. His own son. It's about giving. Money, service, coffee. Taking care of kids. Lonnie, thank you for what you do. Servings, brother. We, we, I mentioned you. I would encourage you to serve. I've been serving for a long time, and I don't regret it. Son, to see you using my sh the same shirt, that's, that means that you want to be like me. So you're following my steps. But serving, honestly, for all that are serving today, I want you to encourage you. Three things. Pray. Pray, pray, pray. Read your Bible and connect. Thanks for listening. To find out more about our locations, team, and what we do here at Awakened Church, go to awakenedchurch.com.